Hey, everybody, it's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes podcast. Thank you for being here. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to a greater calling in your life, to live with passion and purpose and make a difference in the world. I am so glad that you have decided to spend time with me today. We are on our second week of social distancing. We are in the middle of the coronavirus crisis, the pandemic the national emergency, actually the world emergency, right? And so we're all at home living our lives kind of individually and in isolation. And yet there's never been a better time for us to come together through podcasts and online and through social media and just all the ways that we can still connect. And I'm grateful for all of those ways that we can still connect. Today on Instagram, I posted from Romans 12 to do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And for any of you who have listened to me for any amount of time, you know that I'm always talking about our mind. I'm talking about our thoughts. I'm talking about the fear that really isn't external, but it's in between our two ears, right? It's in our mind. It's in our thoughts. And that we can choose faith over fear. And so you're going to see many life coaches talking about thoughts. You're going to hear many people talking about how to, um, you know, think differently, how to think positively and all of the tools that we put into place as um, human beings that we need to kind of get through life. We need to kind of manage our thoughts, right? We talk about mindset as coaches a lot. But what makes me different and what I think makes this conversation different and what makes you different is um, really recognizing that, yes, we can decide to think another thought. And through our thinking of other thoughts, we can have some behavior management, right? We can take care of that in a human way. Um, But really what we're after is freedom. And that comes from Jesus. That comes from our faith in Christ. And so when we take every thought captive, that comes from scripture. Um, We make those thoughts obedient to the truth of Christ. When we are renewed in our mind, when we are transformed by the renewing of our mind, we don't do the renewing of our mind, God does. And so when we start to see through his eyes and we start to recognize that we see things differently and that our minds are thinking differently than the crowd, we understand that we didn't do that on our own. We did that through the help of God. And so that's what makes me different as a life coach. If you're interested in uh, mindset and faith, then I'm your girl. If you're interested in talking about how God renews us, God transforms us, God refreshes us, God saves us, God offers freedom to us, and you want to take action in your business, then I'm your girl. If you believe that you were born with a plan and a purpose in mind and that God designed you uniquely for the purpose that he has for you that only you can accomplish on earth and that you're getting ready to say yes to that calling on your life, then I'm your girl. I want to work with you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear what God's up to in your life. And today I want to talk to you guys about something I was thinking about. With that quote comes this assumption that um, there is this transformation of the renewing of our mind. But as we know, transformation 
takes a while. It doesn't happen overnight. Many of us can say, oh yeah, God just came to me and I had this moment and overnight or in one minute I understood him. And that's true, but there's more to it then, right? The renewing of the mind piece takes some time because we don't go straight from fear to faith. Um, We can understand and have an awakening and then we start to do the work. And so many of us have spent years in Bible study. We've spent years in community. We've spent years in church. Maybe we've spent years in meditation, contemplation, yoga. We've spent years moving our bodies while praying. We've spent years in spiritual disciplines. Um, And so we've been practicing faith. And I love that we use that term practicing faith because it isn't something that we just get. So those of you who maybe haven't done this work yet and you're sitting around thinking, well, what am I supposed to do? Just change my mind from fear to faith? That doesn't make sense. That's kind of a Pollyanna-ish way of looking at the world with rose-colored glasses, right? And I get you and I hear you. And today is a day that is filled with fear and anxiety. This is a day we're glued to the news to find out what's next. This is a day um, medical workers have to go into work and um, lots of people are putting themselves in harm's way to help us. And so I understand the fear is real. So this is in no way belittling what's actually going on, but it's turning our focus from fear to faith and understanding for those of us who have been putting in the work and maybe not knowing how it was benefiting us or maybe not being able to see tangibly the results of um, time spent with God, time spent in prayer, time spent in stillness and meditation. What we see now is the fruits of that work. We see that we were being prepared for such a time as this. And so today I want to talk about these four Ps. There's preparation, which is everything that's happened to you up until this point that was preparing you for today. There's possibility. That's the mindset, the renewal of the mind, recognizing that God is at work in this crisis, that this crisis isn't about death and destruction, although um, many of our minds might go there, that God is offering us an opportunity and this is a time of possibility. So we've got preparation, our life, our experience, our time, our talent, our treasure, what we've done to prepare for this moment and the possibility, eyes to see possibility in pain, eyes to see possibility in stress, eyes to see possibility in change. And then we've got that third P, which is pivot. And for many of us that have businesses and for all of us that have lives and relationships and families, we have to pivot. Something is going to need to change and we need to be open to pivoting today to have a future that we haven't had before. God is doing a new thing. It says in scripture, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? And we do perceive it. And so the fourth P is provide. So we've got preparation. We're prepared. We see possibility. We're ready to pivot. And the question we must ask ourselves is, how can I provide? What in my preparation and in my point of view, seeing possibility And in my pivoting, am I able to provide that the world needs now? 
What can I see that the world needs now that I am uniquely able to provide with my experience, my talent, my time, my treasure, my personality, my connections? What am I able to provide? And so I ask you to look back. I want to ask you, get out your pen and paper. If you're sitting down, get out your pen and paper. If you're walking or driving, um, just listen in for now. But maybe when you get home, put pen down to paper. And look, those are P's too. Pen down to paper. And ask yourself, no matter how old you are, whether you're 18, 32, 44, or 56, or 67, or 80 like my mom. What in your life has prepared you for this moment? And for me, I know I've been prepared through my yoga training. I've been prepared through my meditation training. I've been prepared through my trauma-sensitive training. I've been prepared through the fact that I suffered from anxiety and panic. And that I learned to overcome those things through my breath. I've I've learned, I've recognized that I've been prepared for these things through the books I've read, through the sermons I've listened to, through the Bible studies I've attended, through the way that God has spoken to me. In the days when I didn't want to show up for a Bible study and I did, He spoke to me in the ways that I've met random, seemingly random people along the way who said exactly the right thing to me at the right time. That's him preparing me. All of the things that you think are random, he's going to use now and it's go time. And I I love, since I'm a coach and uh, my coaching, my private coaching group is called Team Yes. I love a sports analogy and I love a, um, using the terminology about getting called up because I believe that it's true. We've been in training and now we're getting called up. We were in AAA and we're getting called up to the big game. We're going to the big leagues now. And we can see it when we watch the news and when we look at what's happening in society. We can see, see fear and chaos running rampant. And we can look at that and say, I have a different point of view. And you don't have a different point of view because you're just smarter. You don't have a different point of view because you manifested something out of thin air. You have a different point of view because God has been pouring into you and preparing you for this moment. So you're like, Esther, you're here for such a time as this, right? And so how can you look around and see possibility? And then how can you get uncomfortable and really pivot and say, what can I provide? For some of us, it's obvious if we're healthcare workers, we can provide healthcare. If we're pastors, we can provide pastoring. Um, If we're life coaches, for me, it's pretty obvious right now. I can talk to you guys about... um, taking every thought captive and mindset and faith over fear and the things that we're talking about right now. For moms, you know, this is a confusing time, right? Because you're all of a sudden being told you have to homeschool. And whether you worked outside of the home or not, whether you're still working outside of the home or not, your kids are home. In many places for the rest of the school year, it's already been called off. And so you're wondering, how do I pivot to be a homeschool teacher, right? What can I provide? 
And so as a teacher, you're thinking, okay, now I have to pivot and be um, familiar with how to teach online, or I have to run around to all my children's homes and pass out handouts. I have to pivot. We're all being asked to pivot. So my question for you is write down how God's been preparing you. You don't know what he's been preparing you for. And maybe you still don't know what he's preparing you for. But right now today, you know how he's prepared you. Start writing down the things he's done for you. These are gratitude journal kind of entries. This is all the things he's done for you, but not only what you're grateful for, but maybe some things you don't even understand, but you can write down like I was an accountant or I worked for a magazine or um, I've been doing Zoom calls even before Zoom calls were cool. Um, I've been teaching all my life. I just learned how to do online classes. Um, How has he been preparing you? What experiences have you had? Some of it's going to seem random. I don't know why I worked at Disney World and said the same spiel over and over again and greeted people. But one thing I do know that came from that is I understand a little bit more about customer service. I understand a lot more about magic. I understand a lot more about hospitality. How is God going to use that? Maybe we don't know, but what has he provided you with in preparation for today? What does it mean? Maybe you've had six different careers. Maybe you're a real estate agent. Maybe you're an artist. What can you provide today that people need in this world? How has God prepared you? Write down all the experiences you've had. And experiences in relationships. Maybe you were best friends with someone who was a nurse. And so you understand what it means right now for the nurses. I don't know what your story is, but I know that God's been preparing you. Write down the ways that he's been uh, preparing you. Write down what makes you unique in your personality. Write down what makes you unique in the way that you approach people. Maybe you're really, really funny. Gosh, I'm so grateful for the funny people right now. (laughs) I am totally following them. And they are giving me that added relief. You know, Anne Lamont said that laughter is carbonated holiness. And right now, the people that are making me laugh seem so holy. They're like water in a desert. We need to laugh. So maybe you have a great sense of humor. Maybe you're the person who's always making other people laugh. Maybe you're a gift giver. Maybe you're an encourager. What is it that you have in your personality and in your experience that God is using to prepare you for today? What have you made it through? What struggles? What challenges? Where can you look back and say, I was scared then, like I'm scared now, but God provided. That's preparation. And then possibility. I want you to, with your piece of paper and pen, I want you to write down Where do you see possibility here? I see possibility for innovation. I know that um, necessity is the mother of invention, right? And I know that there's going to be innovation in the medical community. There already is. I know there's going to be innovation in the private sector, what they can provide, what they can create, what we can provide for ourselves in America to make sure that we have what we need at all times. There's 
opportunity for innovation and creation. What about the teachers? They're innovating, they're creating, they're coming up with plans to do things online. The administrators are coming up with ways to do education more efficiently and better. Colleges are gonna look different, right? So we're gonna be able to see things in a new way. There's possibility for growth, there's possibility for improvement, there's possibility for efficiency to be um really kind of buttoned down, right? Like what else can we do and how can we do it better, right? This is the greatest country on earth, in the world ever. And we have the greatest people, the smartest people, the most innovative people, the kindest people, the most compassionate people, the creators of all these amazing things. And it's just another time to create. It's a possibility time. It's filled with possibility. Where do you see possibility? Write it down. Where do you see people already answering the call? Write it down. Where do you see in your own sphere of influence possibility? Could your family spend more time together? Could you be closer as a family? Could you teach your kids some, your grown kids some life skills? Um, could you be more um, compassionate towards your family? There's possibility there. Could you share your faith with someone who maybe doesn't know the promises of God? Could you explain to them how it's possible for you to choose faith over fear? Can you explain to yourself how you got there, where God met you in the peaks and the valleys of your life, where your mind was transformed and renewed? It's good to remind ourselves of how we got here. And to remind ourselves of all the things we've learned along the way. So we're writing down how we're prepared and where we see possibility. And then how we might need to pivot. Maybe we're no longer going into our office and we have to pivot and learn to do things from home. Maybe our kids are no longer going into school and we need to learn to pivot and um, help them get on a schedule at home that's productive. Maybe we can pivot in our small business and start offering our classes or our expertise online. Maybe we can just take time to reach out to all of our clients and customers and ask them what they need and be ready to pivot and provide what they need. And provide is our fourth P, right? So we're going to provide what people need. And maybe that's just allowing people to be themselves and to tell us honestly how they're feeling. Maybe we're just providing a listening ear. Maybe we're actually providing toilet paper and hand soap for people who need it. Maybe we're providing um, ourselves to go shopping for someone elderly in our community. Maybe we're providing encouragement and hope through a phone call or a text message. Maybe we're providing healthcare physically because we have those gifts and we're a doctor or a nurse. Maybe we're providing grace for people who might answer us in a short way or be angry with us. Maybe it's our spouse or our child. Maybe we need to provide grace for them. But God's prepared us to provide grace by giving us the grace that he's given us. And he's shown us the possibility to provide grace for other people. He's given us eyes to see where people need grace. And we uh, have the ability to pivot. God gives us the ability to think differently, to change, to grow. And so we can provide that grace. And maybe that's 
the one thing that the world needs more than anything right now is that grace. So our whole lives have been preparing us for what it is now that we're going to be able to provide. This is an opportunity for possibility, for growth, for innovation, for creativity. And we are all fully capable of pivoting. So we are adapting to new times and we don't know what's coming next. But we know that God knows and he goes before us. And none of this is a surprise to him. The coronavirus has not all of a sudden knocked God off the throne. He is still sovereign and he loves you. He's got you. And I don't know who needed to hear that today, but I hope for all of you it was either you're hearing it for the first time or it was a good reminder. God has great plans for you. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. And this may be the time of your great big yes. You get to choose differently than the world that lives in fear and chaos. You get to see through the eyes of God where there's possibility. You get to use everything you have and everything you've experienced and everything in your original design and everything you've learned. And you get to provide what the world needs now. When I was growing up, my mom was you know, just really cool. She always is. She still is. And she took me to this singing class. And I remember, you know, we would sing like Kumbaya, but we would also sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. And I'm thinking of that today as I'm picturing, he's got the whole world in his hands. God has not let us go. And he's got you in his hands and he knows you intimately and he cares for you deeply And he calls you beloved. And he will use all things for good. So ask yourself today, what has he provided for you in way of preparation? Where do you see possibility? How are you being called to pivot? And what are you able to provide? For me, in this time, I hope to provide inspiration, encouragement, education, and just love and grace. I'm grateful that he's prepared me in all the ways that he's prepared me, and I'm grateful that he shows me possibility. Look for the places where you can provide and have the confidence to know that you're ready You've been prepared. You've been sifted. You've been pruned. If God is calling you up, and I believe and I know that he is, he's calling all of us of faith up. We're going to the big leagues. It's your moment. You're ready. Go ahead and step out there in faith and in confidence that you can provide Not everything the world needs, 
but something that you have been uniquely designed to provide and to give. And when we focus on what we can give and how we can serve, it gets our mind off of going down the rabbit hole of fear and doubt and chaos and desperation. If you feel yourself leaning towards those things, ask yourself where your gaze is. What are you focusing on? And go back to focusing on God. Go back to focusing on preparation, possibility, pivoting and providing. Go back to asking yourself, how can I provide? How can I serve? That's the way forward. And we've got this. God's got us. He's got the whole world in his hands. And he's got you and your family and your household in his hands. And I just ask God to bless us. Lord, bless all the people today in the world, every one of us. This has caused us to go into isolation. And yet more than ever, we're thinking with a unified heart and mind about how to help, how to provide, and how to serve. And so, God, we ask you to show us where there's possibility and how we've been uniquely prepared. We ask you to give us confidence to pivot and to step into the arena and provide what needs to be provided. We trust you with all of our hearts. We love you. We praise you. And we can't wait to see what you do next. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. All right. Thanks for being here, you guys. If you are interested in getting more information, go to greatbigyes.com. You can email me at greatbigyes1 at gmail.com. If this interests you and you love this conversation, um, please join Team Yes VIP. Um, we are a coaching and community group, and I I just love this group. It's only $25 a month. It's a membership group, and you get so much coaching. It's for people who are launching or growing their business, and more than that, they're launching and growing their impact and their influence on the world because that is what it's all about, friends. So. Be well, keep saying yes, and wash your hands. (laughs) All right, love you guys. I'll talk to you soon.